Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and today I'm joined for the first time since early January 2020, right before the pandemic. Mike Carls is back on air. Actually, that's not the first time because we did do one over the pandemic. I've just remembered that yeah. uh, virtually. But uh, welcome back, Mike. Thanks, man. Feels good to be back. Yeah. I always, I always enjoy coming over and just hanging out. We always enjoy having you, even if it was virtually that last time. <laughs> that was a different experience, but today is, uh, you know, mask off Eve. Yeah. You know, tomorrow, all of the uh, mask mandates and all the restrictions from COVID are being lifted in the state of Michigan. So we're back, know, baby. It's this past <laughs> weekend was like the first weekend where I just really felt like sports were like just back. Um, I'm ready to go downtown and see a, a Tigers game because they're playing better than expected. You know, maybe uh, we're going to get to go to a concert soon. I would love to go to a concert. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a few there's a few concerts. Uh, my, my wife she she wants to go to a concert, a country concert, mm-hmm. um, this fall. So might be doing that. Gross. Um, but <laughs> um, uh, there's actually a concert from this uh, little artist that I like um, that I like really like uh, in August and I was going to ask you to go with uh, me if you wanted to come uh, it's a, the tickets are $13 where is it at the sanctuary have you ever been there nope it's in Detroit mm-hmm. um, but her name's Kississippi and she sounds a lot like Taylor Swift uh, with her new stuff but she's I just really love her I love live music, so and I love all genres of music, so I'm down. And I'm positive we're gonna get to meet her if we go. It'll be like, it'd be similar to two, the two Galants concert we went oh, to. Two Galants missed them. Uh, yeah, oh, God, I don't know. Of, I think they must have just OD'd or something. I don't know. I think they just stopped making music because they weren't getting big. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened with them, but you know, rest in peace, I guess. <laughs> R.I.P. Two Galants. We loved you. Yeah, you guys are great. Um, uh, anyways, Mike. What are we drinking tonight? We are drinking a sh- from Shorts Brew. It is called Critterless. It is an American sour ale brewed with mango and cherry. It's got a cool little label with a bunch of bugs and uh, spelling out the word Critterless. And it doesn't say the ABV because Shorts sometimes doesn't. So I guess I will have to freaking Google it. Google. Well, I will say this is uh, my... I'm turning 30 this week, so this Happy is, uh, birthday. You're turning 30 the day after this episode drops. Yep, I'm turning 30, yep, on Wednesday the 23rd. I also uh, am just a brand new father of two. Congratulate, so, double congratulations. You made it big, to 30. Made it to 30. And you have already kids. have two kids. And I have the gray hair, so, I mean, I'm just old at this point. Whole, okay, you're not driving home tonight. Perfect. What are, what are we what are we looking at? This here? is at eight point six. Oh, okay, yeah. So I am sleeping at Nick's house tonight. Perfect. All right. It's the opposite of the kind of beer I like because it's got low IBU but high ABV. So this the is a good thing we had a pint pre beer. Uh and it was a pretty it was a pretty strong one too. So this is it pours a very dark reddish color with a red foam. Oh, oh! I just sipped it. This is one of the most sour beers I've ever tasted. I I drink a lot of sour beers, so let me uh, I'll confirm. Oh my god, it tastes like a freaking warhead. Ooh, <laughs> I like this. I love sour <laughs> beers. I love sour candy. Shout out sour strips if you haven't got them. They're at Target now. Uh, I don't even wait. Are you, are those those classic strips? No. That, oh, they're made by one of my favorite online YouTube creators, Max Tuning. If you haven't watched them, check them out. 
but he also has a, a sour candy brand, and I'm a huge sour candy fan. So, but he oh. just he just launched an all target. Beer number one, sport. Oh, That's so <laughs> freaking good. It's uh, it's not bad. Um, I'm not the biggest sour fan. It's not that I don't really like sours. Um, it's just I don't ever choose them. Uh, but I like them better than any beer that's well i like them better than brown brown like darker beers stouts. i don't really like yeah stouts and brown ales but you know you can't beat an ipa or i like lagers too because they're easier to drink which is why i have a bud light side or blue light side side beer which you, you have a chaser yeah. <laughs> for your beer a beer chaser for your beer so mike um uh, as you were saying sports are back best weekend in sports in since pre you know pre-pandemic it was an amazing weekend uh, you know, I was out at my grandparents' lake house, and I was just every night. I was just, I mean, I was forcing my grandparents to watch sports because they mm-hmm. never do. Yeah, uh, and I mean, there was just, I can't. We could spend so much time just talking about this weekend in sports. I but. mean, well, yeah, that's probably what we're going to talk about. Um, uh, we have the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs going off. We also had um, a golf event this weekend. The, the, um, the U.S. Open, yeah. And we had, I know there was some MMA stuff going on there too, right? UFC. There was a, there was a former Anderson Silva fought, fought in a boxing match this weekend. I mean, it was jam-packed. And then, of course, there's still baseball going on. Not that I, I don't really care. I don't know what's going on. Tigers it's... went 4-3 and three on their road trip. Uh, they got Shoho Otanid. I mean, I feel like he hit like eight home runs against us in the th- in the three games or four games. Really? Um, so sh- this so Sho- Shoho Otani is a, a pitcher slash hitter for the Angels. Yep. Which is very very. I don't even really know if there's ever been somebody like him before. I mean, way back, but I mean, there's there hasn't been anyone this good. Um, he's probably the MVP favorite right now, right? And he's got to be. I mean, he has a he's pitching really well, and he's leading the league in home runs. I mean, that's crazy what a there's like, been multiple games where he's pitched and hit uh mm-hmm. this year uh he last year they were just letting him pitch and then hit on his non-pitching days but this year he's pitching and hitting in the same okay day. um if he was uh, in the because uh the he's in the nl right no he's in the al oh he's in the al yeah. okay well then this takes away my so question. they don't use a dh the he 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 bats for them he's as just straight pitcher, up in the lineup. So they just don't use a DH those the days um, that he is in the lineup and pitching. Damn. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> um, uh, what a what a talent. Um, uh, and the Angels they're not that good though. Still, even though they have the perennial best player in baseball, Michael Trout, right? Yeah. Um, what is wrong with that organization? <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't watch a lot of baseball. Um, because I find it, even though I played baseball my entire life, I find it incredibly boring. Yeah. I think some of the rules this year have made it better. I watched it a lot of the Tigers, at least in the beginning of the season. Um, starting extra innings with like a guy on second, I think is great for your average fan. Your diehard baseball fans obviously are going to hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for your average fan trying to grow the game... Like you have to start finding ways to make it more interesting. Yeah, sure. well, I mean, when the NBA introduced the three-point line, the diehard fans were not uh, a fan of that, and now it's like one of the best things in sports is hitting dramatic three-pointers. Well, yeah, and then the NBA, ha- the MLB also has this whole like sticky substance problem going on. Um, pitchers were just straight up have been straight up. What a cheating. funny name for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> they've been using spider tack, as they say, but they uh, it's been. 
I mean, there's been like eight no hitters or something already this year. Yeah, I mean, it's pitchers are just like it's openly being abused. Like it's so many pitchers have been caught red-handed with their hands sticking to their glove. I mean, some of the ERAs, some some of these pitchers that were just nobodies that are like leading the league in ERA and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a huge problem right now that they're trying to combat it, but the way that they're trying to combat it doesn't make a lot of sense. And whatever, baseball sucks. Yeah. So okay. Let's, let's move, move on. on. Baseball sucks. <laughs> um. So you you were telling me before the pod that you've been watching more hockey than you ever have, even when the Red Wings were good. Yeah, because I've been watching a lot of the other games, and maybe it's because I'm older and I can just appreciate, and maybe because the Red Wings aren't that good. Um. But I've been watching them, and plus it's real sports again, right? So maybe that's the reason. Like I've been so sport deprived that yeah. watching like the playoff hockey has just been a, a an escape for me. But um, yeah, real sports like and we like we had sports during the pandemic, like during the late summer months. But it's, I mean, I think the NBA did a really good job with how they did uh, their bubble ball, um, but it's there's oh there's something missing without fans yeah i mean the fans make it i mean there's a reason i mean there's a reason fans go to all the games there's a reason it's so electric and when you're and when you're at the games there's that atmosphere um and i think it it truly does i mean it truly shows i mean the canadian teams all year you know never had any fans in the playoffs didn't have any fans and there's only one canadian team left right because right they weren't allowing any fans because canada can't get that shit under control so but yeah, I've been watching a ton of hockey. I found myself attached to the New York Islanders, um, who are currently down zero two to the Lightning. They are currently right now. They are well, they're tied two two in the series. But in this game, we're watching their down yeah. two nothing game I, five. I don't even know why I ever bring up games that are playing live during the podcast because you aren't going to hear this live. <laughs> so. No, but you're going to see. You're going to know, and you'll see. <laughs> I think. I don't know the Islanders. The Islanders are going to come back. Eh, they're they're uh, they're on the road. They're probably going to lose. They need to just make it close so they don't lose too much momentum going into Game Six. And then on the other side, we got the Canadians going up against the Vegas Golden Knights. Currently, both tied at two two. Again, uh, who's the favorite in that series? The Knights and the Vegas Knights are in a remarkable story. I mean, they were an expansion team, you know, four years ago, and have made the playoffs every year. Yeah, um, have. And, you know, this year they're one of the best teams in the league. And it's just crazy they built their team off, like, a bunch of players nobody wanted and and some draft picks and some free Mm -hmm. agents. But they were, like, initially everyone thought they would just suck because they're getting all the the rejects, right? And they've just been one of the best teams in hockey since they've existed. Then we got the Seattle Kraken coming in this year. So we'll see, like... Like, at the Seattle Seattle Kraken Cup, like, because Vegas' first year they made the Stanley Cup, right? Uh, Yeah. So, like, if CL Kraken come out, uh, like, making the playoffs and going far in it, they're probably going to have to change their – not that they're probably going to expand much more for, like, a decade or so, but they're yeah. probably going to have to change how they do that if the teams are getting that good that quickly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they would have to – I mean, player like, they'd have to just give more protected player spots to each team, I guess. But, I mean, some teams, you know, just made bad choices, and, and they, they capitalized. Like, they got one of the best goalies in the NHL. Yeah, and then the the goalie that the they got Mark Andre Fleury from the Penguins, and the goalie that they protected, you were just telling me isn't even didn't doesn't even on their team anymore. Yeah, like he just had a bunch of concussion problems and just never like just kind of faded out, and now they have a different goalie. But you know, and concussions are stupid because there's been multiple studies that have come out like it's not like the bad actual concussions you have that 
fuck your life up. It's the constant, con- like like the most people that have CTE and like the NFL come from linemen because they're constantly getting their brain shaken. Yeah, like it's not it's not necessarily the big hits. They don't help, but uh, it's it's the the NFL is just like the NFL is fucking an evil corporation and probably will go away eventually. But- I don't think it will. I think America lives for it. I think. I mean, that's the reason I think boxing is coming back and MMA is getting even bigger. Americans crave violence. Boxing Humans is coming back because violence. of the Paul brothers. Boxing is coming back because <laughs> of a lot of different things. I mean, it's a lot of these celebrity fights for sure, but... It's not true boxing. It started with Mayweather and... and, and pa- Pacquiao? Ka- no, it started with Mayweather and uh, McGregor. That was... Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that... That, that I think really started it and then that started like all these other other people boxing and but I think it's just human nature we crave violence you know we that, that's just that's just in our blood and just why there will always be war I think that's why yeah <laughs> and I think that's why we we uh, that's why football will always be popular is it's just a violent ass sport and yeah I mean I think football like I mean basketball is my favorite sport. Um, don't get me wrong, and that's probably the, one of the safer sports to play in terms of uh, your body and whatnot. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, LeBron James is what going on his nineteenth season. Yeah, I mean, and he's well, still like amazing. We also got Tom Brady, but <laughs> but he plays a position where he, he gets hit. You know, outside of a kicker or a punter, he gets hit the least. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, but yeah, you got LeBron James going on forever. We already had people like Vince Carter before that that went on forever, but didn't, weren't as dominant as LeBron is. But I don't know. Basketball is just basketball knows how to market their stars, which is a, a shit that baseball needs to learn how to do. Oh well, yeah, baseball sucks at it. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> um, uh, football, obviously, like it's America's favorite sport. I can fix baseball overnight. All right. We're not drug testing for steroids. We don't care about what you know. Stick whatever you want to use. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess baseball, like, I mean, I can see drug testing for steroids in football because you can kill people. Yeah, but, like, baseball, just, people, like it's... people show up to watch, like, fans watch baseball to see the home runs. Right. So, like, let the let the players hit hit the home runs. Let the pitchers, you know, do whatever the fuck they want to do. But just make isn't, it more... Isn't that going to counteract each other? They'll be, they'll be give and take, right? You're, you're like, mm. Your best hitters are still going to be able to tee off. There's always going to be missed throws that are going to be launched. Um, I just think if, you, if, you, if they loosen up the rules, they shorten, maybe shorten the games you know, to seven innings uh, instead of nine. I, I don't even think they need to shorten the, the, the game time. They need to shorten the amount of games. Yeah, amount of games. Well, that's, that's the biggest thing. Like, I was just telling you, like, I didn't watch. Oh, wow, Tampa Bay is now up 3 nothing. Okay, so Tampa's <laughs> probably going to win this game. Uh, even though wait, Tampa Islanders were up 3 nothing in the last game, and uh, they almost lost. So, um, But, yeah, so I think that was, um, like, football. Like, if people, that, like, the NBA, MLB, uh, hockey, any of these sports, right? The regular mm. seasons barely matter. They only matter for a few teams. Yeah, you know they so matter. Like, they matter for the fringe teams that probably won't make the the well that until this year, like they're not gonna make the right. championship. Like and, this is the first, like other than bubble ball last year, even though the favorite did win, but um, it was a lot, a lot more. Like people didn't. Not everyone was picking the Lakers to win last year. Yeah, but like in football, because it's a short season, every week is so important. 
Right. Same thing with college sports, college football. How do you feel about the extra game? Because football is moving to a 17-game season. Love it. More more football, I'm all about it. I was like, where, where's the line where there's too many? Like, I know it will never get there, but, like, where's the line? Like, you know, you can't do an 82-game football season. Yeah, I think, I mean, I it's probably not much more, you know. Like I thought 16 was pretty good. Um, I think, I thought it was pretty good. I, I don't mind 17 or 18. Um, you know, like, I can deal without preseason. Like, they could eliminate you know multiple they could eliminate another preseason game right like yeah no one cares about the preseason besides the players that are sh- like those fringe players trying to make the roster and to be honest we don't care about those players because they probably suck yeah right. compared <laughs> to the rest of the team so like you know there's other football leagues that have tried and maybe you can go to the xfl that the rock just bought can you remember something. any preseason game that you thought was exciting no because none exactly. of them are who the fuck cares yeah you always have these stars that break out in the preseason and just end up doing nothing because it's all vanilla defense all vanilla offense bunch of terrible players like terrible as in to the competition level that we're c- comparing right. them to obviously they're amazing athletes but um yeah, I think 17, 18 games, um, I'm all about it. I'm all about this NCAA opening up the playoff to, you know, I think 12 teams now. Did they? Is that official? I've no. not heard, I've not heard about that Did you see the yet. Supreme Court ruling today? I uh, did. I saw, uh, like, uh, like, a little a second about it. Like, they – you you saw it. Will you describe yeah, it for so us? so I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but the Supreme Court, for one, ruled 9-0 in favor of the athletes, which – like they were talking. Yeah, we we were using NCAA football or like all the sports, I guess, um, to get everybody on the same page. But like nine nothing. <laughs> like could that anyone, never happen. Like even if like we had nine friends together, like I and we were debating about something. Yeah. Even if both case both sides presented their cases, like how often do you get a nine nothing vote? Yeah. Um, uh, so that just never, shows really. how corrupt the NCAA is. But basically, they ruled that. You know, the NCAA cannot basically just limit player um, uh, compensation to just tuition. So uh, players basically can be paid now. That's Oh, so that's a huge deal. So there's, there's like, there, obviously, I don't know all the legal stuff and no, like, people are trying to sort through it. But basically, like, this opens up to the fact that there potentially player, like, colleges may be able to start offering uh players just money and like starting because i believe a supreme court ruling goes into effect immediately yeah so it could be like immediately that players could just be starting to earn money so there there could be sports that start in the summer that just start happening before football like because i know i know we only care about um like the major well for college like the major two because there's only like the only people sports care or the only sports people care about in college is football and basketball yeah um, and it's because well, the I only think, reason they care so about basketball know, is because of how awesome March Madness is. Yeah, and I don't is. know how the so the Supreme Court ruling, the Supreme Court case, I think was just referring to basketball and football because okay. I believe they are, you know, they're, they're the money making. They're the money making sports. So like they, those students are basically slaves to the NCAA. Yeah. Um. I, I obviously I'm all for paying at all the college athletes, and I think it's it's long overdue. I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, what corporation can you just have people work for you and make you money and just never pay them besides for, you know, just giving them a place? Like, it would be the same as, like, my work just like, okay, well, you get you, we're going to give you your computer to work. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you, like, some of your office supplies and your desk and a parking spot. 
would be the same as saying, I'm going to have a college student come in, or I'm going to give them yeah. college tuition, oh, but you're only allowed to take like these certain type of classes. Basically, the NCAA is trying to take or treat like athletes as in people that like work that like that aren't in america that work for like nike and uh apple like where they pay slave wages overseas and and i hate when people bring and i and people still bring oh well they're getting paid college tuition dude i don't care they're making more money they're not (laughs) making college tuition they're most of these athletes were one don't even actually qualify to get in these colleges and then they're put in like general education majors that yeah. like will get them nowhere bullshit life. things that are there so they can like follow these qualifications because every system can be corrupted so what they were saying today is i was i was you know following this is there's a good chance there's there's a top possibility that schools could potentially end up paying players to come play football for them and just never have to actually go to college like you're okay. just a football player for the University so we're of Michigan. So we are straight up making a minor league, a minor yeah, a minor league system so, for football where the where they're not technically so related it might kill at all. College football, I doubt it. Like they'll find a way. Everyone just, finds a way. I don't. They're like, not gonna. There's too much money in it to kill college football. I'm just like, and also, school, also like, like the big schools might exist, but I, like a lot of these small schools aren't gonna be able to compete, right? Like, well, like imagine this, like imagine like if Eastern had some big money donor put a bunch of money in there, say like, hey, pay some players, and like that's you, the biggest thing is boosters now can just openly say like, yeah, here, you, this is going to football. Yeah, get get me this, this is five star recruits. This player, I don't have to like on the side buy him a because you saw. Did you see the podcast with Johnny Menzel recently? I did uh, not. He was on a Barstool podcast, Bustin' with the Boys. Um, and he was talking about how, you know, when he was in college, some guy came up to him and was like, hey, you want to make a thousand bucks? He's like, duh. Like, well, yeah. of course. I, <laughs> like, I have no money. And so he, he went to this guy's apartment and signed like 3,000 autographs to make like a thousand bucks. And yeah. You know, it's and yeah, it said it happened all the time. Like a bunch of players, and it's 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 very commonplace. Like players are making money. It's everyone knows that, but like now people can just be open about it. Like, hey, this car dealership is going to sponsor this player, and yeah. they're going to give him this much money. I like and I, this car. I kind of like. I mean, I don't agree with it, but I understand the argument of uh, uh, not paying college players. Like, I don't. I I wholeheartedly don't agree with it, but I get it. But I, what I've never understood is how college players can't make money off their likeness, which I know is like it ha- is in the process of uh, that. Good, that is, yeah. In most, but that sounds like states. fucking crazy. Yeah. Like the other one, like, like okay, yeah, you can make semi-intelligent arguments that like okay, yeah, they are getting tuition, which I don't agree with. Like make that clear. But I can see it being argued, and now you so that's done. Uh, supposedly yeah i mean the supreme court ruled that and they, they, and they can no longer cl- classify them as amateurs that can't make money yeah um uh and it's going this way in the nba too like or in college basketball it already has with the g league uh op- expanding you know we're gonna have two top five players coming out of the g league and Jalen green and whatever the other guy's name is with the hard name to pronounce um uh but if we <laughs> Like the, I, I actually think this is this if if what you're describing is correct that this is gonna make it more because like it's not like college football has parity right now like there yeah. are there's Alabama's always gonna be there like no matter what because you're Alabama your players are probably going to the pros but now if other teams can play pay players to get there 
like that's I think it's going to create more parity in the league, which is what think, in I, the end what why what one of the reasons why football does so good because any team can win and people can come out of nowhere and win. Yeah, I think it will shrink like the amount of teams, right? Because like you just like some teams are just not going to be able to compete, right? So mm-hmm. you'll probably end up having like one giant super conference of like the teams that can afford to pay players, and then the rest will play in some late. Basically, it would basically be like. Uh, triple a double a in baseball right you're gonna have triple a will be like your main teams and then Mm. you're gonna have double a be like you know the teams that just get like the kids that can't aren't good enough to get paid by these big schools yeah well now here's my question that i don't know if you can answer um and this this is like me doing like a little bit of conspiracy theory stuff so can anyone donate to any school or do you have to be an alumni i don't know well like let's say like um uh, i want to donate like Let's say I'm like a, a billionaire, or like not a billionaire, but like a millionaire, and I want to donate a bunch of money to Randall Vanderbilt's uh, football program and say, sign these top athletes, pay them. Because I have a $500,000 bet on Vanderbilt to make the college football playoff. Can can that somehow work? I, I mean, I think boosters can be anyone. Because like, uh, from what I was reading, like boosters could be like, you know, just like any sponsorships, like car dealerships and... Just like can they be individuals? Businesses. Yeah, there's a boosters are individuals all the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, this could uh, this could change everything, really. Well, it's going to. Yeah. I'm sure they'll find a way to mitigate it, it, its ramifications to be extreme, because capitalism finds a way to capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we also have we have missed the lead. Um, and we have not talked about the NBA playoffs yet, so we yeah. should start talking about that. Well, don't worry. I mean, we're probably just going to be talking about sports for a minute. Because so, this is a sports podcast today, okay? Yeah, baby. This is the last podcast in person for a while, everybody. So listen up. Um, uh, but let's talk about the NBA playoffs for a little bit. Last night, the Hawks just somehow beat the Philadelphia 76ers, even though their superstar in Trey Young had one of his worst games I've ever seen him play, but still has ice in his veins and hit the shots that mattered and hit the free throws that mattered. And the 76ers, Ben Simmons, is had one of the worst playoff performances I've ever seen throughout the entire playoffs. Um, zero shots in the fourth quarter, and I believe every single every, game. I think he had two shots in one game. But yeah, I mean zero was, field goals, I guess. Like it was something ridiculous. Yeah, I mean he didn't. He it's been his biggest knock since coming in the league um, from LSU. Like he was the number one consensus player, but they were. I like, thought he was from con- Australia for some reason. Uh, but he played for LSU. Oh, I didn't know he played. I thought he played in some Australian league, but yeah, no, he played for LSU. But yeah, he he needed to learn how to shoot and. I don't know. I guess some players just, it's just not, I guess well, some players cannot be taught. Well, also, I believe his shooting has went down, like, every year. Um, like, he's, he just finished, I, I feel, I think I heard that he had the worst free throw shooting in the history of the NBA, which is <laughs> the opposite of an impressive feat, but, like, impressive in that way that, like that's never happened before like it's not i feel like it's not him physically it's something's wrong with him mentally i know i don't know it's i i mean it's gotta be but like he's just basically like a kid like me who can never learn how to play basketball well from shooting he was just Mm. he was just born naturally with 
length and the ability to like athletic ability mm-hmm. like so superior runner that up he, defensive player of the, yeah, of the, like of the he's, year he's so athletic that he can excel in other parts of his game and ball handling and stuff for being so tall like he's great it's just great passer he could just net like as a kid he probably like never was able to shoot either right he just yeah. never he just he's just something he could never well, he probably could out. shoot and never had high pressure i don't think he i think like like in like uh if, if i were to relate this to myself which is ridiculous but i am i am t- tolerable in playing sports but when it comes to something that matters i do tend to crumble like if i'm playing tennis I will do great at the beginning and then crumble at the end or anything like pressure for me. I get, I get nervous and I can't handle it. I just think he just, yeah, I just don't think he's, uh, it's just crazy that he just couldn't, he just dominated kids so badly growing up. Cause he was mm-hmm. taller, more athletic. He was yep. way better than everyone around him. So he didn't have to shoot. He could just drive and dunk on you or lay out, you know, use his, supreme athleticism against you that he had never had a reason to shoot he could score in a high school game he'd probably score 50 points and he never attempted a freaking shot outside of five feet so what do you think the sixers need to do um because the trade value for ben simmons has never been lower so trading him i mean i i i wouldn't i wouldn't say it would be a bad idea but you would like you could it, you could theoretically live to re- regret it, you know? Like, it, I, it's probably like we were talking before the pod. Him and Embiid do not work together. And I, I don't think Ben Simmons – I don't think he would have got the contract he got if he didn't have some value, you know? Well, he has value because he, you know, he he is a defensive – he is really good defensively. He, he is really good, you know, ball handler and passer. He needs to be surrounded by – Let's say let's say you're Philly's GM. What do you do? What do you do this off season? I mean, you got to trade him because it's not working. Like this experiment has been going on now for many years, and it's just it's not getting the results that that that, that they need. Right? They want to win a championship, and they just keep losing early. So trust the process isn't working that well. <laughs> like Joel Joel Embiid is amazing. He's playing with a freaking what torn meniscus in his knee and was still balling out like he's he's so good he's probably Um, like a at least top 10 player in the league probably top five yeah i mean when he's healthy and he's playing like he's so dominant but but ben simmons is also probably a top five defender in the league yeah i mean i think ben simmons there's a spot for him on a team the, the the warriors well yeah i mean That'd be great. So, all right. So, you want you would you try to trade him to the Warriors? But what would you get back? Because you can't. You're not going to get back Clay. You're not going to get back Clay. You don't think so? Off mm. two torn ACLs. I don't think so. I'm, I don't know. I'm just thinking like, what values Clay have? He hasn't proven that he can even stay healthy at this point. Well, I mean, like, also Clay's probably has the lowest trade value of his career too, and. When I mean, he, I think that change in scenery could really help both teams, right? You 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 give Embiid an elite shooter, and you give you give Steph Curry a great drive and and kick player to his threes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that that would make and my and off the top of my head, literally never thought about this before. Yeah, if I'm thinking about a fit and a trade, to me that makes a lot of sense because I don't think the Warriors with you know, just with Clay coming back, are are any good, right? Like, I mean, they're fine. Like, the 
you know, without, I think the, without I think, Clay, they were they you know they made the play they they made the the playoffs, but the play in the play ins. But I think even with Clay, I think they still need one more piece. Yeah, um, they probably do, but I don't know if uh, I think maybe their other piece is a healthy developing Kevin Wiseman and uh, Clay coming back and hopefully being good. Um, if I was, you don't think they would make that trade? I think they would in a heartbeat. I don't know. I don't. I I don't want to. I've, I've. I'm a biased Warriors fan, and I love this the combination of Clay and Steph. Like the I mean, spl- the Splash Brothers, right? But I mean, if you if you could, give, I wouldn't do it give, if I was the Warriors. If you give Steph a six eight point guard who can, you would pass have really to well you, and drive. Well, like like all right, Ben Simmons. I guess best Ben Simmons is not enough. You'd have to sweeten the pot, and I don't know how you do with if you're Philly. I think Ben Simmons holds more value than Clay. I mean, at I, this point. I I don't. But again, again, I'm biased. Like, um, I think like if I'm Philly, I am uh, throwing Ben Simmons and whatever else they want that isn't Joel Embiid or Seth Curry to Portland and trying to get Dame who might want out because Dame and Joel Embiid would probably do some damage. And if he wants out of Portland, he'll get out of Portland, and he would go to. I think he would go to Philly, and I think him and. Joel would be fucking monsters in the East. Yeah, I mean that would be a good trade too. And then like, and then Portland would like, because Portland's not going to get a star, you know. Like Mike Mike Fellini, the local radio host here, was talking about the Pistons doing it for Jeremy Grant, a protected first round pick, and uh, some other role player that isn't Sadiq Bay, Killian, or um, uh, Stewart. Um, which I I don't know, I don't know about that for the Pistons because I don't, I think they need like. They need to get lucky tomorrow because the NBA lottery is tomorrow and get Cade Cunningham. And then I don't know if we need Ben Simmons. But give me give me Dame on the 76ers, and that team would be stellar, I think, with Joel and Dame. You don't really need much else. And Seth, too. Like, Seth. That uh, would be a really good team. It would be amazing. I don't know if they would get enough. Like, I don't know what you need to trade for Dame, but, like, you probably give, like, three first-round picks. You would give, yeah, you'd, you'd be. Oh, you can how, give, you can, how, how old is Dame? He's still pretty Relatively young, right? Yeah, I mean, he's still in his prime. Beer number two, entertainment. Well, let's get another beer, because I finished my beer about ten minutes ago and been, like, fiending <laughs> for one. There you go. Because this beer, Happy I, birthday. <laughs> I love this beer. It is super good. I'll probably buy this again. Jesus, we are going to be drunk after this, everybody, you know, on a Monday. Every time I, yeah, every time, well, I'm off work all week and basically next week. <laughs> I got I got a little bit to do tomorrow, and then I'm going on vacation to Denver, everybody, so. I'm off this week, and then I'm volunteering at the Rocket Mortgage Classic the whole week after that. Oh, so, so damn, you have, like, this is like your big vacation, huh? Dude, I. And you're not even going anywhere because you just had a child. Yeah, I don't work, <laughs> I don't work a full week until August nice <laughs> i have at least one day off every week but i'm literally off all this week for my birthday plus i had some like you know baby leave left and i just kind of wanted to like hang out with the family enjoy my yeah. birthday whatever and then next week i i volunteer every year at the the golf tournament in detroit mm-hmm. and i've been doing it now every year and i've been doing i guess a, a pretty good job so they asked me to be a team captain so now i i had in it starts next next uh, well my volunteer shifts start next Sunday. Okay. I have a I have eleven shifts in ten days. <laughs> so, so I work 
I work. I'm like working like some like twelve hour shifts, some eight hour shifts. Yeah. Like I'm working Wait, like so a you... ridiculous amount of hours at the golf at like for just the golf just event. volunteering. So for like I know you love golf. Yeah. It's so my, I I would do it for. It probably doesn't feel like work, but you're not no. getting paid for it, right? Well, technically, because it is sponsored by Quicken. Uh huh. Uh, I still get my salary. Okay. While, while I'm volunteering. Oh, so because... so you are working. I I'm getting paid, but I don't. But have you're doing to go, what you love. But I, I'm doing what I love. I'm getting paid for a week to be around golf, and I'm getting my salary for that week. So what's um uh like is is there a type of I know you're not gonna pursue this, but is, would there be a type of career field to go into like do do this like every day? I've looked into it. Trust me, because you know I'm a I'm absolutely an addict. It, it may not be a thing you can do with a family though. No, I mean I could. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, if I'm making a good enough money to provide for my family, I don't think it matters what I do. Well, like, um, I would assume this would be, like, a traveling thing. Um, yes and no. It could, just, it could depend. Like, yeah, if I was working for, like, maybe the USGA. But I'm sure, you know, they don't put on events, like, every week, right? So, um, mm-hmm. but there would be things you're doing on the back end. and um, But I think... Um, but a lot of like, but working for a golf course, for example, would be like a dream, right? Like being a superintendent of a golf course. But the problem with golf is it's a very old man sport, and um, like to get a good job in golf, you have to be a a, a really good golfer. So oh, okay. So to get a, a high paying job in golf, like you have to be almost be a golf pro. If I would have started at eighteen like at a golf course and like worked my way up like I did at Quicken and, and, and worked my way up through the ranks and eventually maybe could take over as like a manager or whatever at a golf course at a, at a golf club or something I could probably make a pretty good living but right now trying to get into it not being an amazing golfer like you know a, a 12 to 15 handicap on any given day like I'm nowhere near good enough to say I'm a you know I, I'm not a pro or a P, you know not yeah. like a, a pro on tour but they have PGA pros right um, but yeah, there's great paying jobs in golf, but you have to be a good golfer for a lot of them. And you're turning 30 in two days, which uh, is, which, 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 which is, is the end of the peak of your prime. Maybe, but a guy I do for follow golf is on different. YouTube, Eric Andrews Lang, shout out to him. I love him. Uh, he also, uh, runs this thing called Random Golf Club, which is an online golf club. Uh, and it's all golfers are welcome. Okay. It's not about how you like how you're scoring. It's just about you know being together, like learning. Like doesn't matter what you score. It's just about having fun. It's a love circle version of golf. It is literally the love. <laughs> you would love the idea of of RGC. So they would like, accept me. Anyone, okay. anyone that's interested in the game of golf, like doesn't matter. He does these random golf like these golf club meetups. He'll just go around the United States and. They'll play 50 people on one hole, and just everyone tees off. Everyone hits their second shots at the same time. Oh, that's and awesome! Just, and uh, it's <laughs> yeah, just, I would love this. <laughs> it's just about like uh, bringing everyone together. It's not a, like he just doesn't care about you know score. But he hated golf his entire life, and then at 31 years old, this guy sounds a lot like me. At 31 <laughs> years old, he fell in love with the with golf, and now it's his now it's his job. Now he literally Are they hiring? Because I'm I'd be really good at recruiting people for this. You probably would be, and they <laughs> probably are. And it you would you would probably get to move, which I know you'd love to do, because I think 
They're like <laughs> Maine located in, in California. Hey, get me out there, baby. <laughs> That's why I'm going to Denver because one of my friends from Denver is moving to California. So RGC is a fantastic thing. I think I love everything it's about and it's crazy because yeah he hated golf until he was like Mm -hmm. 31 and now and he never played and now he's you know he's like a a low handicap golfer he's a good golfer he now does it for a living and has this whole thing and like his career completely transformed at 31 years old yeah i need to meet this guy because it sounds it's (laughs) i mean i like he sounds like he knows how to fucking market himself so oh yeah i mean he plays all the you know he's at he gets access to all the best tournaments and anything he wants now and yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna start it maybe i'll start a company that uh does love circles for a living and just get struggling friend groups to love each other again it'd be amazing (laughs) that would be so cool i'd love that yeah well we are in the entertainment segment we Um, are uh, and i have a quick announcement um uh, the podcast well that sucked has officially been canceled um because we don't want to do it anymore I'm oh, it's a... been officially canceled like forever. Yeah, yeah. But oh. I'm going to take over the feed with this special project I'm going to start working on, uh, which TV, uh, more more information will be coming soon. But Mike, you're going to be interviewed on it if you will accept one. Yeah, I don't even know what it's about, but sure. Cool. I don't want to tell you what it's about because I kind of want to surprise you when I interview them, but it's going to be more of um, a, a, like, a, 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 if you ever listen to the podcast, This American Life, it's going to be more of like a like a really edited one mixed with interviews and stuff and like basically me talking all right and adding stuff i'll tell you more about it off air but sure yeah i want to hear about it off air we won't spoil <laughs> it here were you guys were you guys getting a lot of, of views on well that sucked no not really no. and um it just it's been hard with dylan moving here mitchell moving away and me dealing with stella and her shit Oh yeah, I um, forgot Mitchell's movie. Maybe Mitchell. Oh. <laughs> uh, we'll see. <laughs> um, but but uh, and and also it, it came to a point where we weren't having that much fun doing it anymore because no. Dylan's all, always concerned with my humor because my humor tends to be dark. Well, not dark, but over overtly sexual. And uh, Dylan's. That's why a- I love you because <laughs> I'm so overt. I'm so sexual. I just want. I just. <laughs> You just, you just, I live my life through you. Yeah, there you go. I got enough for you. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, Dylan being a DoorDash driver um, can't really have his DoorDash clients uh, finding out about the podcast anywhere. So, like, I don't want to be censored. So <laughs> let's just end it is what okay. the main thing was. <laughs> well, that sucks because, well, that sucks yeah. <laughs> because uh, not that I ever listened to it. Uh, sorry, but. Because I never would watch. I never. I, I don't ever watch. I would never watch those movies. Yeah. So like it would, it We weren't would, famous enough to make a, a show about movies that people never watched before. Yeah, because be it's really hard. For, like I'm so like when I watch movies, like I before I watch a movie, I look at the ratings, and if the ratings aren't high enough, I just won't watch the movie. Same. Um. Unless like unless it's in theaters, you know, and like there's hype around it. Like, like I've, I if you listen to that podcast, me and Mike Wells, like we just watched The Quiet Place Part Two. Um, which was really good, but I think it got... Actually, I don't know what the ratings it got, but I, the one podcast I religiously listened to didn't like it, but... Um, can you hear this? Uh, yes, but I don't care. He's smoking a vape pen, everybody. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as I'm drinking these strong beers, I need some nicotine, because I'm a slave to nicotine. I got, I got one, too, over here, a little breeze pen. Um, 
But yeah, so entertainment. So I'm reading a book. Yeah, let's hear about this book series. Or so, you just finished a series, right? No, no, no. Oh, you're in the middle I of it. Ju- no, well, I just started. I'm like two chapters deep. Oh, well, so wait. Is this the, the book trilogy you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you had finished it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I just like so because I've been really into playing like online uh, card games, Magic the Gathering, classic Magic the Gathering. Actually, I do want to talk about that a little bit I too. I play. I play like some other like online games. So I've been getting into like that n- the nerd side of me, which is a this side that I I I love because it's like my me time. Like it's like yeah. A, it's like a. And our, 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 your, your, your best friend, like one of my best friends, Eric Robertson, like has had been playing Magic the Gathering since we were kids. Yeah, but we I used just, to make fun of him for it. But <laughs> well, I used to play it too. I played it a little bit too back in the day. Went to some tournaments and stuff. But I just, I love the like the nerdy stuff is like my like, you know, my me time, right? Like it's yeah. my release or like my stress kind of. Like it's just board games, like. I'm just a nerd at heart when it comes to that kind of stuff. I love board games. I love card games. Hey, Dylan's back. We're about to play some. We're about to play a lot more board games. Hell yeah, I'm down. So, <laughs> yeah. So I've been. So I was getting into that. So I've been watching some like different streamers like that. I've been playing these different games that I like. And one of them was mentioning like he had just finished this book, which I almost bought the book he was talking about. But it, like that conversation was like maybe I would like enjoy reading. I haven't read in ten plus years. So you still I have just, my magician's book? Yeah, it's in my I, it's in my basement. <laughs> so I went to the I went online and just searched like best like fantasy series because yeah. I I want to read a series right like I need something that's gonna keep me coming back. Oh, I'm like like I I it's hard for me to read a book that's like a standalone book. You well, know? that's the thing he was talking about this book uh, called the. Um, Got it. I'm gonna have you. You might be like, like I was intrigued by it. You might be super intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. It's about a war against this thing, but the thing you can't you like the you're the thing that they're fighting against, like erases your memory, so you don't know like you, what you, you're fighting against. Yeah, like you're. Kind oh, of, that sounds super interesting. Yeah. So like he's like how they write it. Yeah, I don't know. Like he he said it was one of the best books he's ever re- he's ever re- re- um, read, but it was because like as the reader, like do you have the memories and they the characters don't, or do the or do you get jumped off at dropped off at like the end? Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to. I'll, I I can find it for you. And I, and God, I I can't. Anyways, go into the series you just. But started. yeah, so I'm I'm reading. So I started this book called the this trilogy called the Farseer, the Farseer trilogy. It's the the um, author's name is uh, Robin Hood, I believe. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, she's a it's a woman author. She's written books since like the nineties, but she basically it's this uh, it's a story about the you would you know what I and I thought about you when I read that when I started reading it because the story is about you know this this child he's he was uh, he was born he was an, um, a bastard kid of a king. Mm-hmm. And he, the book starts off, and he gets dropped off at this castle. And the castle is very similar to the Baratheons. It has a big deer head, and their symbol is yeah. the, you know the Baratheons deer. from Game of Thrones yeah. game. So he, the, the 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 symbol of the of their of their king of their you know their their house yeah is is the is a is a buck, 
and he gets dropped off and the king is not there and he gets he's like taken in by the guards and like the, um he's staying in this like barn and then when he his, the king wants to bring him to the you know to meet him mm-hmm. and the wife is like against it because he's a bastard son of someone else and so he ends up just so sounds stepping, pretty game of thrones he ends up, vibes. yeah he ends up stepping down as king and uh he's just at he just is brought to this castle to live and eventually from what i've read he like you know he he learns like this first book is called the assassin's apprentice so he learns how to become like he learns like to become an assassin and learns like which you know probably has some powers and things of that nature but yeah is there like i know you're still at the very very beginning of it but is it like does it have magic in it i think so yeah it's like fantasy so like very game of thronesy yeah it's very game of thronesy um but it followed so there's a three book trilogy of him but she has i think it's like 12 books in total that go through this universe and okay so like if you read them and kind of so it's kind of like star wars right she wrote books and so there's the way she wrote them and then there's like online there's like the way you should read them because it you can read from the from the start to his end did she write all of the books or yeah. the other okay so she just but like the trilogy itself is itself contained story but everything else takes place but she in the picks universe. back up with him with this oh, character okay. right so this character starts out and he has a trilogy and then she moves on to some other books about like this in the same universe and then it picks back up with him so you can read like six books in a row from like basically his end from the front to the end yeah and you can read a little bit about read like his other story. things that are happening in the universe and then you can read these other stories about other characters in the universe gotcha. so there's like different ways you can read it um but she has a bunch of books and uh she just i think the last one was released in like 2017 or something so yeah well um uh you know um sci-fi is my jam um so and fan sci-fi fantasy like those that's my favorite genre of anything uh so i would be definitely interested especially if you found it on like one of the top rated yeah i'm, I'm sure on that list there was the my most recent book series that was read the fifth season the broken earth trilogy which is also written by a woman first and uh it was written by an african-american woman or i'm sorry a black woman i try not to use that phrase anymore um uh but it's uh it won the are you familiar with the hugo award it's like uh, a, i think i've seen it it's a science fiction fantasy yeah. book award but it's the first trilogy to ever win back to back to back awards wow. like it won it every single year wow that, it, that they were published like and it was it was really great it was fantastic um and dark depressing and sad like just like my music tastes yeah i mean i'll have to, like i'll have to see like i like i said two two chapters in like i was pretty hooked i really i think what what got me is like one i wanted to read fantasy and then two like seeing like the the covers of the book like the books actually the cover actually sold yeah. it to me because like i was looking at it, like wow like this cover it was like like the hard i didn't get the hard the hardcover edition but mm-hmm. if i really like it i might because i mean amazing you covers. know they say don't judge a book by its cover but like i fucking judge a lot of books by their cover Dude, the like that's how that's what catches you the hardcover version of these books are inc- i would have them as art pieces i think yeah they're like incredible do you have like a favorite book well see, in the genre i guess in the fantasy genre see the problem is i haven't read a book basically since like high school 
Oh, so this, you're just fresh back into reading. I'm like now. really fresh back into reading in like 12 years. I've read books for work, so like you know professional development books. Yeah, but that's not that's not that's not the same. Yeah, you know? like those books suck like nonfiction. And I skim is... them, but I haven't read any nonfiction books since like high school. So, um, and in high school they they kind of kill you with the books they make you read because well, they're not fun. Well, I didn't like not even those. Like I read like other books. Like I read you know I read the Harry Potter all up through. I read up through. You've seen all the movies. No. 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 Okay, finish that book series then. I read the. Book I mean, I guess series. I don't know how. It would, like, I mean, I remember I reading. I read the book series, but I never finished the movies. Oh, you read all the books though. I think so. I mean, I don't know how it's you been don't. So long. You, if, if you don't, you didn't, because you would know if you did. I think I finished. If you read the Deathly Hallows, you would know. No. So I think I finished up through five five is probably what killed it because five, five is the sucked. worst book yeah five took me multiple tries to get through i read it pretty quickly but like i did not like it that much yeah. four was awesome i remember four, four was my favorite book of ever, I remember, one of my favorite books I've ever i remember read. four like still to this day reading it in high school like i felt like i was in like another universe in my brain because i'm very visual when i'm reading mm -hmm. and i just i was like picturing all of this shit happening so four was amazing. My favorite book of all time, and I, I, I can't, I, like, I wish I, I could remember, but it's been probably, fuck, it's been almost 20 years since I've read it. So maybe not 20, 15 years since I read it. It was like right as I was going into high school. So was it like I, fucking holes or something? <laughs> no, it was a book that I wish I still had. I used to have it at my grandparents' house and I, I got rid of it, but it was just like a, it was a story about like a teenager. What was it called? He was going through like, uh tr like you know trying out a bunch of different drugs and like trials and tribulations with like friends and family and things of that nature but it was just very like you don't remember, at the what, time, it, you don't remember what it was called no, and I it's don't. your favorite book you ever read yeah because i remember connecting to it so much <laughs> because at the you know i went through a similar thing so that's why i connected to it because like this kid yeah. is like you know started off as like that's why I like Harry Potter so much because I've always been wizardly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can see you and your magic, but yeah, I will see. I'm hoping. I, like I said, I've always like hated books because I'm like, why would I sit down and read? Like, there's elect electronics exist, um, mm. but I was like, maybe like I can, maybe like I can find some time here and there just to read, and maybe I'll get into it again. We'll see. Yeah, I, it's still to be determined. I might just never finish this book. So. When, when you're ever reading, um, well, I guess you you wouldn't know because you're newly into reading again. But like, like so, like all right, so like a lot of people like recommend audiobooks for people that don't read. And uh, I've listened to like a couple audiobooks, but there was one that I probably think I'm pretty sure the audiobook is better than the real book. Not that I've read the book, but Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That audiobook is just like one of the most hilarious listens I've ever heard and it's one of the funniest books i've ever read or listened to but um uh, uh when i'm reading sometimes or, or like or so i listen to a lot of podcasts that's no secret uh but like sometimes i will space out and that's what i'm afraid of like doing with audiobooks is i will space out and not comprehend that but when i'm reading like sometimes i will space out too but then i'll like have to go back and be like okay i wasn't fully i was reading but i wasn't retaining any you of were this. literally just reading the words but you weren't like yeah and your brain wasn't like my mind is elsewhere them. that happens to me when i'm reading even when i was reading the first chapter of this book there's like one page i'm like wait i read all those words but i i don't i agree what I the fuck happened <laughs> yeah so like i spaced out so i get that exact feeling i think um 
I audiobooks would be cool once I have a commute again, but the problem is I'm never going to have a consistent commute again. Yeah. Um, cuz I obviously I love podcasts when I commute and 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 COVID killed my commute and killed my podcast listening, right? Like I'm so like I mean, I went when I had a trip a 4-hour drive recently. So I was like, "Oh, I'm going to catch on I'm going to catch back up on some pie listen to some episodes and podcasts i'm like oh my god they've still been going yeah you know COVID. i mean i'm still listening to them so i'm still out there <laughs> yeah like and and i haven't dri- i don't drive anymore so i don't ever list that was my only time i listened to podcasts was when i was driving yeah so now so i went, went back and said like, oh my god i have so many episodes i like missed like two seasons of like my favorite podcast so i was like are there like uh like serial pod not like serial like not the podcast serial but like podcasts that you have to listen to in order no oh, okay no, they're they're. Yeah, you can always like 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 you can always just pick up like the my favorite podcast, the Daily Zeitgeist, just had Chris Gethard on for the first time, mm. and I was like, oh my god, yes, this is my first. This is the only two podcasts I've ever seen live, and uh, this is like my first podcast because me and you went to see Chris Gethard live um, back in 2017 or something. Uh, I still follow both those girls on Facebook. Still friends with both of them. Yeah, that we sat with randomly. Yep, Heather Danterma and Taylor Plotz. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. I don't. I doubt you guys listen to this, but <laughs> shout out to you guys anyway. I see all your posts, and you like. I think you guys like a, a lot. That of That was posts. a really fun night. That was a uh, a, a great experience. Remember our old podcast was you reviewable and honest. <laughs> Dude, that, I feel like that podcast was amazing. We could have we could have kept kept it going, but um, uh, life, you know life happened and also you know once you listen to beautiful anonymous too much like i don't know it was it's it was it's, it was still i don't listen to it anymore to be honest you don't ever yeah me neither i i i've thought about picking i mean some of the best episodes of podcasts i've ever listened to was that podcast yeah though. but there was also some ones that i was just like hmm. it's like kind of a crapshoot you know like because it's yeah, just well, random that's people. really what it is right that's what he has is, is a crap yeah i'm sure there's a lot that he doesn't air either so he picks right. some of the, the better ones, but he he also and and you probably be more into this than me. He's, I feel like he leans very left. Yeah. Some of the podcasts he has are very like trying to be like, like very like uh, I don't know how to even describe it. Like I just I don't need to shove down my throat. Like, mm-hmm. Whatever you're trying to discuss, like I'm cool with it all, but I I don't need to shove down my throat. Like I get it, you know. So that's that. That's why I probably stopped listening because I was like, "There's probably just too many that I was just like, okay, I'm I'm sick of the sob stories." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like you know, I just I really appreciate Chris Gethard for getting me into podcasts. Yeah. Essentially, like, and now it's like, you know, a big part of my personality is podcasting. You know, like because I have this whole fucking studio here and uh, do it every week. And... I, I think the the well the only the first podcast for me was Fantasy Football Podcast. For sure. I listened to Fantasy Footballers? No. The first ever was uh Matthew Barry. Uh oh, okay. He uh his uh Fantasy Focus was the first podcast I listened to and I listened to that religiously for a couple of years back in like mm-hmm. twenty thirteen. Uh like when I first started at Quicken Loans. That was a lot before I even found out about podcasting. Yeah, like twenty thirteen, twenty four I was listening to Fantasy Focus podcast. And I would listen to them every day. Matthew Barry, he didn't. Field Yates was not even on the on the show at that point. Um, and uh, then Field Yates came on, and I started. And then I got bored with that and moved on to other people. But yeah, I mean, I I used to listen to like a couple of different fantasy ones, but now I only listen to Chris Harris. 
I love Chris Harris. Shout out Chris Harris. Dude, like having the Skype sessions with him over last year was like super fucking awesome. You had Skype sessions? Yeah, I had like three or four of them. For what? Because uh, he had a contest, like if you finish in the top like 15 or something in with this sponsor he had on like every week and i won every week like was in it so, really yeah so i had like four weeks of uh skyping with him and like he was asking me about my life and stuff and whatnot and wow. just him with a bunch of other dudes it was uh it was really fun damn i'm jealous <laughs> i don't know how because, i didn't talk to you about this yeah actually. because like i <laughs> i think i i was the first chris harris fan out of yeah like, you're the one that told me about him so eric was the first chris harris fan mm-hmm. eric loved chris harris at espn he he really liked his way of thinking and then um about like film and things that Mm -hmm. everyone was like so just about box scores and and eric really was the first one to show like dig deep into like actual player you know stats and things of that nature like player abilities and he watched chris harris watches every second of every film so then i got into chris harris and then i i fell deeply in love with chris harris um, to the point where, like, I stopped listening to other podcasts because, like, I couldn't hear through. Like, I just, I just heard so much bullshit out of their mouth, and like, you know, the training camp nonsense and all this. And I really believed in what Chris Harris was saying. Mm-hmm. And now I kind of think Chris Harris is too far one way. Like, I think he goes too extreme. Like, there are still some relevant stats that I feel like he just dismisses. But I mean, I just, I still trust I him. That's why, like, that's why I'm going to draft Saquon Barkley every year. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, he's led me into some really bad decisions, too. I, but I've, he's also led I've, me into some good ones. We've never finished in last. No. Well, I almost <laughs> did, but never have. <laughs> so I almost did last year, and I ended up finishing in second. Like, I was at one point supposed to. Yeah, but I love Chris Harris, and I'm jealous that you got to do that because I... I asked you to come I've over played, for one of them. I pl- I don't think so. Yeah, no, there, it was during COVID. I sent you the link. I don't think you did. I wasn't supposed to, but I sent you the link, I believe. I don't think you did. Uh, well, you could have came over. <laughs> I played. Uh, I I I play in like at his weekly DraftKings contest every week. Yeah, the, you know, if you win it, you get a one-on-one Skype yeah. session. He's also kind of like he was kind of like um uh, he, he he made fun of me a little bit on these things because <laughs> I would ask him like, "What's your favorite band?" and he'd be like, "I fucking hate that question." Like, I don't have a favorite band, and then. And I asked him, like, all right, what do you think is, like, your, your best call and your worst call ever? And he's like, I don't know. You tell me. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm like, fuck me then, Chris. <laughs> I literally said that to him. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I still, I, if I was on there, I would laugh at him for his bench press comment that he benches more than Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> I, I mean, I've never seen Chris Harris in person, but from the pictures I've seen of him, I would, I would, I would be impressed if he got five reps at 225 um he's uh he's deceptively um uh like he's bigger than what because you only you don't see him but he's like i saw him in a picture like on twitter recently with cousin josh and he is towering over that man yeah he's a big he's a he's a he's a tall big guy that's kind of built like but he's older his hairline just fucking throws me off Because he has a weird hairline and old face. Yeah. But I love him. And he's old. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's not that old. Like, he's probably, like, what, in his mid-40s? Yeah, it's not old. Come on, now we're almost there. Fuck. We're closer to I that mean, we than got, we are. We got 15 years. I don't know if that's almost there. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's almost there, man. Like, time go, The older you get, time goes faster. Yeah, isn't that a weird thing? Like, uh, in a, like I've, I've uh, 
um, learned about this. It's because of uh, time feels like it goes faster because you have more of a context to base it off of. You know, like yeah. when you're like four years old, like you are okay. Ten minutes is like, you know, a percentage like like a, a like a larger percentage of your life. You know, like yeah. it's it's like one percent or something. Or, so no, like less than one percent. But sure. So my 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 aunt said something today that I was like, that's amazing. I don't know if I've ever heard it before. I'm sure it's a common quote, but I, I don't think I've ever heard it before. The days are long, but the years are short. Yeah. Like, some days just drag, but the next thing you know, you're like, fuck, it's another year. And you wake up and you're Especially like... Especially when you have kids. Oh, my God. Year oh, go. number three, college. You notice just no the president grabbed me anymore? I... I you know, I love that, but you should have the president like kissed my ears. I, I I wanted to try to hit up Melissa and have her say the president smelled me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, Nick, this might be a beer that I need to find again. I I really enjoy this. Beer. Good. I'm glad you do. Like I love mangoes. I knew I love, you. I knew you liked sours. I love sours, and I love I love mango and I love cherries. And I really like cherries, especially in my candy. I'm a big cherry candy fan. So um, this is like a, a candy beer for me. I was it actually it does taste a lot like a like a like a candy. Um like the Pop Tarts I used to like back in the day was always cherry flavored, but also cherry gets a bad rep because of how terrible cherry flavored medicine tastes. Like at least that's what I remember from my youth. Yeah, you know what? My, my my one of my children just had medicine and it was the medicine I remember as a ch- as a child I think it was penicillin but it had it was like that's something it, people can be allergic to like I yes. think Christina's allergic to penicillin I think my I think my brother is allergic to it like my my stepbrother but I think um uh but but my my children just had he had medicine uh, the baby and it was like bubblegum flavor like it was smelled yeah. like bubble gum, like double bubble. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this. I remember this as a kid because like this was the medicine that I was like okay with taking. Cause yeah, it was, like, you sometimes good. sneak some at night. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> get a little, get a little extra, maybe snort a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Snorting bubble gum just gets stuck everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know what is that? Like the standard bubble gum flavor. Like what is that? Fl- is it like vanilla? I don't know. It's just. I don't. It's just bubblegum flavor. It's got to be something like you know, bubble because bubblegum is not. Dude, it is now five nothing, Tampa Bay. Yeah, um, uh, I think it's safe to say that the Islanders are not winning this game. And uh, you know, I was thinking we're gonna get off this podcast and watch a really impelling hockey game together, and instead we're just gonna read. Instead, we're just gonna <laughs> get off this podcast and probably fucking jerk each other. Off. I don't know. Oh my god, what is going on with this? <laughs> my Islanders, my 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 team of this playoffs is getting it, just getting murdered. <laughs> don't tell me they just got scored on from the blue line, basically. <laughs> oh my god, Varlam, is this Varlamov or did he get pulled? Yeah, well, um, uh, this is um, uh, this something. Is not, this is live TV. You guys aren't watching. Yeah. Okay, let's let's talk. You know, what, let politics section. This is the section I came in and was like, my entertainment. I was like, I don't, I don't watch TV or movies right now. But uh, plus, nothing is good. By the way, I was like, I I got my 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 like, uh, you know, my uh, free movies uh, legally. Wink, wink. 
back, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna catch up on a bunch of movies." And then I was, I was, I was talking to our friend, buddy Jeff, and I was like, "What movie should I watch?" He goes, "There really hasn't been really anything good that has really came out besides." Like, I mean, A Quiet Place Part Two. Okay, I don't watch scary movies. Though. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. So, um, th- but outside of like scary movies, there hasn't been a lot of movies. Yeah, because The Conjuring, out. The Devil Made Me Do It came out too. I didn't watch that yet, but I heard that was not that good. But I heard so. The Quiet Place Two was good. But I, I, uh, I want, and I just don't think I'll ever get into scary movies at this point. I think I'm just scarred for life. But um, I, I was, feel like the Quiet Place ones would be a good place for you to start. Cause did you like? Did you ever watch the Cloverfield movies? Um, I watched maybe the first one. I think I remember. Did you? Did that freak you out? No, it, you know, there's some movies that I've watched. Like I've watched Cabin in the Woods. I've watched. Did you that? Did that freak you out? Not really. I mean, the jump. I I I think it's. Is it jump scares? It's jump scares for me. Yeah. So like that has a couple of them. I don't like. Like I can handle a few. Like a couple, right? Because like action movies even have some, right? Um, but um, but like when a movie's built on jump scares, like that just doesn't entertain. You're like Ben Simmons in the fourth quarter with those. It just doesn't entertain (laughs) me. Like I I don't mind them here and there, but you get too you get too in your head about it. Well, I think it's just when the movie's all about it, like, I'm just like, okay, like, I, like, I'm not having fun. Like, this is not what I, this is not what I, what I personally have fun with. I don't like being, like, jump scared. Yeah. Like, like, dark, scary stuff, like, gore, Which is, which which is funny because you, you come off, you come across as, like, a very confident, like, fearless man. But then, like the simplest shit's gonna scare you. <laughs> yeah, I don't like jump scares. I, I like I, I've watched like you know like the gory stuff doesn't bother me. Like I've watched Saw. I like I like Saw movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I haven't watched past like three. I think the first I watched the first. Three so I always like have the dream of personal punishments for the fantasy football league and just make you go to a horror movie by yourself. Yeah, like that would be absolutely <laughs> awful for me. Like I would hate. I would absolutely hate it. Maybe I would secretly, maybe I'd find love for it, because, but it's There's just, a reason people like them. Yeah, I'm sure there's a reason people like them, but, like, same thing with Haunted Houses. I just, like, that's what scarred me as a child, is I hated Haunted Houses. Uh, my dad ruined me when I was in, like, middle school. Yeah. Uh, and ever since, I've just hated jump scares, because I was just, like... Yeah, you, well, you went through, like, some accidental trauma. Yeah. Like, that... The, like your young brain couldn't process exactly so now like jump especially when your like dad someone you're supposed me. to trust the most is forcing you to do it kind of <laughs> well i mean kind of i mean i was a very confident like the franklin high school horror like uh uh haunted house when we were in middle school i went to with my dad and i was like oh yeah this is cool right like it wasn't that scary like you know. yeah and I was like, let's go to a real haunted house. And my oh, dad's God. like, okay, we'll go to one. And we went to this one. And I was, and I was at, I was petrified. Like I was, I like pissed my pants. I was so scared. Oh my God. Yeah, I was terrified. I was like, I was like crying. I was like, we were like at, we, 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 I was crying so bad that the workers had to come and like lead us out and tell all the people like, hey, don't, like, yeah. don't scare them. Because so. his pants are soaking wet. <laughs> I didn't actually piss myself, but like I was that I think I was that scared that I probably could have. But yeah, the uh, but yeah, scary movies aren't for me. So yeah, it's entertainment I didn't know. But politics, as I will get back on the subject, which I don't, how did I remember that? Like point to me because 
feeling pretty good. And now I'm, I'm tying back to where I started. There we go. He's a regular. He used to host the podcast, everybody. So back to where I started, you know, entertainment. I thought there was nothing we could talk about. Politics. I'm thankful there's not a lot that we can talk about um, because the political world has been pretty chill for the most part. Isn't it weird? Like, um, like it's like because we had that four years of Donald Trump where it was you couldn't go a minute without something. Yeah, I, I couldn't go a podcast episode without the next day something crazy happening. With yeah, so uh, there has been like. And not a lot going on in the political sphere. Well, we just had the Russian um, uh, American summit, and it did, nothing really, nothing really came out of it. Really, it's just all been standard politics now. It's been very standard politics, um, and to be honest, it's refreshing that I don't. When I go on Twitter, that my feed is mostly like because like most people I follow are like sports related and like. Mm-hmm. people that i i like but even with that as my like i don't follow that many people you know i, I probably like 500 people maybe but like uh even the past like you know four years those people like couldn't ex- i couldn't escape it it was just like constant it was someone was fucking talking something was going on now trump did something wrong so now so so politically i don't know like there, it's been it's been a lot better that there's been no like major stories i will say i don't do i enjoy having democratic spread probably not like i i don't i don't see a lot of benefit in it i mean my gas prices are super fucking high again um and i relate that directly to having democratic president maybe i'm wrong but i relate it to i did a podcast with uh, jordan monroe uh last year when the prices were the low as they can be and uh, he was describing like why it was it's because Russia and Saudi Arabia were like going through like this battle to try to outbid each other and then eventually it, it happened to coincide with Biden getting elected when they stopped doing that and then now they're not bidding against each other for lower gas prices so which could be a Russian ploy because Russia loved having Donald Trump as president like <laughs> I don't know all I know is my gas prices are through the roof again but you um, also have a you also have like a half electric car, right? I do have I do no I have a full electric car. You have car. a full electric car. I have a full electric how, car. How 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 has that been? It's been amazing in the aspect that like uh like for like just driving commuting like from my house to your house and whatever, um like I don't have to use gas for well, when you charge do you charge it at your house? Yeah. It only gets like it gets at my house cuz I don't have like the special charger that you pay mm-hmm. like a couple like a thousand bucks for or whatever that charges a little bit faster. I just have the standard plug. It gets about, it charges about five miles per hour. So oh. if you sleep, if you're home, like let's let's say in a given day I get home at six p.m. and I leave mm. the next day. Let's say when I'm commuting. Yeah. So I get home at six p.m. I leave the next day at seven a.m. So that's what thirteen hours. So thirteen times five is six sixty-five miles yeah, something like so that. i get 65 miles which basically covers my commute right so like that's it's not so bad um uh have you been to one of like the charging stations uh no because we went to one uh and it was uh it was down like it was it didn't work okay um but, but how fast do you know how fast those ones so you charge get them? superchargers that will charge your car if you don't have a tesla so they're different like they don't all take it's not universal it's like cell yeah. phones right Every different brand has their own charger, and if you want to use the other brand, you have to get adapters. And, um, yeah. But 
for my car, because I have a, a Chevy Volt, if you uh, go to a, a supercharger, um, it, you'll charge if you're at, like if you're basically on like empty zero charge, charge your car full in like two hours. Okay, Tes- so Tesla's like an hour, an hour and a half. So you have to like basically kind of leave it there and go do something. Yeah, so like most most of them are like at uh, grocery stores or restaurants or things of that nature. So you oh. can like go there, plug them in, do yeah, your thing, and then come one of out. my vending stops that I went to today actually for like the second time since the pandemic because they're not letting people in. Um, uh, they have like two right out front, and it's like it's like a tech company, so I'm assuming that's why like they have them there. So like you can go to work and charge your car so, while you're working so the nice thing is that at quick you know when i work downtown at quicken is i all the garages on the first floor have electric car parking and they have uh i think they have i think they have both tesla and just right in like the, mm-hmm. you know, the other one um and you can you get three hours of complimentary charge plus you get to park on the first floor do how much does it cost to do that it's very it's not that expensive it's very cheap um, Does it, like have you, like since you've had this electric car like for your own self like how, has your electric bill gone up a lot? No, I haven't noticed anything. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I haven't noticed any any, any increase. Okay, so like basically the thing is we need to make it more accessible to everybody. Yeah, I mean obviously if I and you love your car, I, right? Yeah, it's I mean it's it's been great, especially like for a while during the during the pandemic. I mean, like there was a time when we went months like probably two months without going to a gas station because we were just driving our 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 volt everywhere yeah uh our our bolt everywhere mm-hmm. not volt bolt our bolt everywhere and um and uh just charging at night you know and, and just and chelsea would take it to she, she works at a dealership so that we were if blessed you... that way so she would get she would get free complimentary charging at work and get fully charged so we would never drive our gas car and so yeah the first time we went and get gas we're like geez we haven't gotten gas in this thing in months yeah yeah um uh so like if you leave your car sitting for a while does the, the battery eventually run um, out or just it just not that stays? we've noticed i mean even during the winter no 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 uh drainage so you think this is like a realistic realistic future of everything like because I know the, like, the hardest the Ford, thing Ford is be... going to be releasing the, the, the Ford Lightning, which is going to be the follow-up to the F-150. The Maverick. I thought it was called the Lightning. I thought it was called the Maverick. Yeah, they call it the Maverick, no, which well. is weird because they also have... I'm pretty... I'm, I, 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 I've been uh, on a couple of dates with this girl that is an engineer for Ford, and I'm pretty sure it's called the Lightning. Hold on. Ford electric truck. Let's I think it's called it the Ford... Just do just, just a Ford Lightning. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, but... Uh, I'm I'm worried that it's not gonna sell good, because you know like, people are like, gas heads or whatnot and want. To, uh... No, it is. Yeah, it is a lightning. You're right. Yeah, I know. Um, I know what I'm fucking talking but about. But the, uh, <laughs> I I think it like, so once people drive electric cars, like I was never like a huge like yeah get an electric car. You were Once more of, I, like I don't care. Yeah, I was like whatever. If you want an electric car, they get an electric car. If you don't want an electric car, fuck, don't get an electric car. Uh, I don't, I mean, when it comes, like, when it comes about, like, the, you know, emissions and stuff, whatever, like, we're not the problem, China is, um, but the, um, but I, I was like, uh, I was, but now when I say I owned one, I thought it's, it's, it's really cool, I, the, the one issue I see 
is is with road trips. If you take long trips mm-hmm. with your car, you kind of have to plan them you out. You have to plan them out, and there's a it will take a lot longer because you're gonna have to stop for you know normally on a road trip you need a stop and get gas. It takes what two like, minutes, three minutes, five minutes, ten yeah. minutes. You stop at a gas station, maybe run inside, pee, and grab some stuff, grab some snacks and a drink. Now you need to stop wherever and, it's convenient. For like an hour and a half to an you know like an hour to two hours. So you need yeah. to stop and like. So it's like you kind of have to sightsee. <laughs> right. So like you need to stop and or like, like get your food. Car so like it can and, and depending on your range, right? So like every you know different models like Teslas, you can get different models with different battery ranges, so you can make them last longer and long. Like my car is very like entry level, so like I get yeah. you know two hundred and seventy miles if I'm running like some AC or whatever, two hundred seventy miles to the full charge. But Teslas, you can go up to like five hundred miles or something. Um, are like all right? So I'm a. I'm, I'm, I don't mean to keep stopping you, yeah. but I'm going to. I'm a. So have you tried to like? Is there an option to like, you know, like have a spare battery that you can place in there? No. Okay, so it's all ha- like under the hood. You don't want to go in there because you could just like kill yourself. You know, maybe that would be like um a, a a thing they should develop. Like like if you just have like you know like four battery packs like and you just can. Yeah, it'd be great. In. I don't know. I don't know how it all works. I'm sure, like, it's there's probably. I mean, sure, eventually, right? Like, yeah. technology is amazing. Eventually, yeah, I'm sure there's right. a way to like. There'll be a way to just replace it, like a battery, like in like a any mm-hmm. in most things. You can Duracell just, like, should get on that. Right, just like just like <laughs> plug in some double A's and you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, you're gonna need 500 double A batteries, <laughs> and then that's gonna be just as much as the gas prices these days. <laughs> I mean, but I will say, like, if you if you have if you have a, a two car family, yeah, uh, or you know, you, if you should have one of each. Like or, you, like you do, right? You yeah, have... we have one of each. Like we drive the electric car for any of like our like around the town trips. Anything that's not a, it's not probably an over. Like when I went over up north, when I went four hours up north to go to a bachelor party, I drove my gas car because like I can make I can fill up, drive there. Yeah. Get gas there, drive back, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of driving, having to stop halfway, charge the car, then drive the rest, and you know. And would... you guys aren't worried about the about climate change, so like this is all convenience wise, right? And expense wise, I guess. Well, it's expense, right? Like, we got a great deal, I and mean, we're only paying like a hundred and ten dollars a month for this electric car. How the fuck is that possible? Yeah, we're paying a hundred and ten dollars. I would, I, I should do that because my car is like not functioning right now. So yeah, I mean, so they, they, they always run like, especially not Tesla, but like you know Chevy and these other companies will run incredible like uh, offers on these electric cars because they're not popular, especially in the Motor City, right? Mm-hmm. We're the Motor City. We like. American muscle, gas, yeah. power. Fuck what's, subways. What's funny is my fucking, my Chevy Bull could fuck kill most cars, like in a race, at least yeah. a short a short term race. You can probably kill any car that isn't the Tesla car that can get to like, isn't yeah, it, didn't they like, just release one that's like zero to 60 in like three seconds? Yeah, like I'm not going to beat any of these like Mercedes not that you or need to ever, Not that you fucking ever need no, to do that. But, but like <laughs> these gas cars, like it'll be funny. Like I'm, I'm way faster than most of your like gas even like your Mustang, I could kill it, for, like at least from a red light to like a hundred, you know, two hundred yards. Like, yeah, my my car is full power right away. You know, like it's right. like it's straight gas. Do the know? wheels squeal? 
if you if you you put it in sport mode and just step on the gas, yeah, and then you'll get <laughs> you, like it's so much power at once, right? Like, just, yeah, it's just, there's no delay, there's no ramp up. It is full power right when you hit that pedal, right? Um, but it is like it will like even in my car, which is not a Tesla, not super crazy fast. Like Tesla's like the nice Tesla's like you you hit the gas like you will slam your head back right because it is so much G's coming at you because of how you get just... a mini concussion you'd be like a line lineman yeah but <laughs> my car like it will still like you'll be like wow that car is ugly and then the next thing you know you're like okay this car is pretty fast <laughs> like because out of nowhere it just it, it's power see, now once it gets higher up it's slower but see this is the thing with like like electric cars like I don't think electric cars are like the cure for climate change because like well high high energy costs right like texas yeah. is experiencing this right now like they're they're telling people to oh put no their... i think we're f- like i i've i've been saying this like almost comedically on this podcast but like i really don't think it's that comedically but um uh, i don't think there is a way to solve climate change without threatening the rest of the world with nuclear weapons <laughs> other than it, yeah if, it's if, not if, america if, right it's not uh, we're such it a is, small it's, it's part of it's like it's part of america because we're the biggest influence but like it's also like it's china it's india it's russia it's it's all it's, the big countries that don't give a shit and how many people have we have in, in the united states 300 million 375 million 375 million and what you got china with one point something billion yeah so they got five times the population of mm-hmm. us probably like it's it's crazy but obviously yeah we do like we but we're at a point where electric cars it's like like what you're saying like we're at a point where electric cars it's not it's like to take away climate change it's about performance now and, yeah and like the performance like you're saying the performance is better but like the rechargeability is not quite there yet yeah so like we had like this is going to be a way that capitalism might do do good for climate change like if we can get if we can get this more universally adapted and all, why wouldn't we like it's well like, they're making like even they're making like supercars now in in electric it's 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 all about the way that you can charge them right because like but like we people, got we, it can't just be cars like we, we, we have to talk about planes too which are like a imagine like a, a plane that that would be huge a planes being able to become electric which i was talking to our like my friend tyler about this who's a pilot i was talking to him about that is like like when like you like i i feel like the the, obviously the airline industry will be like the last to adapt Mm. because they're like you you have to to rebuild planes well well, it's so it's all like their safety they got to be safety first right they got 300 Mm. people on a plane at once and if you have a an issue like yeah like that's going to be that's detrimental to your business if you have one accident so um which is great for someone they're talking who's about like, that's the planes. thing they're talking about those those sonic boom planes right mm-hmm. that go you know faster than the speed of sound or whatever and can get you anywhere super fast like anywhere in the world in four hours right most. but with anything new there's probably gonna be some technical difficulties and like you're, 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 you're gonna, not surviving a plane crash gonna, at that speed you're gonna probably have some plane crashes and Tyler was ta- and he was talking about and also like right now they're running crazy deals right, mm-hmm. but eventually like they're running like oh anywhere in the world for a hundred bucks, but eventually like the amount of fuel those planes use, it the, those tickets are going to be so astronomically high like they're only going to benefit the super rich who need to yeah. like go to another country for a meeting and come back or whatever like 
not like your average person who's going to Europe for a, a trip, right? Right. Like me or you, like we're not going to spend four grand on a ticket to get there, you know. Right. But the NFL might. <laughs> yeah, sure. There'll be there'll be people that will, but the problem is like because the amount he was telling me the amount of fuel that they use to go that fast is so high that the plane tickets are going to be so incredibly expensive. So we need to like, you know, we need to like uh, electri- electrify them. Yeah, but they're going to be like the last industry to do it because of safety, right? Like they can't yeah. risk uh, right. these planes just you know crashing because like that's the like one plane like a car I'm, crash. You I'm lose. sure Boeing has. I'm sure Boeing is not even close to being recovered from their have them being negligent about their uh seven what is it seven forties or whatever whatever that plane was that had like three crashes yeah like the, the plane crashes are such huge storylines because mm-hmm. you lose especially so after 9-11 like yeah and it, like a car crash like tesla you know you've had multiple car, people there, crash in teslas but the problem is, is like it's like it's no one sporadic. thinks it's gonna happen in a car it's crash. sporadic because you're in con- well like normally you're in control like even if you're even if you have like a self-driving car you can still take the wheel if you need to yeah but um people don't equate it to like you know like i think the biggest i think the biggest thing is when especially for electronic electric cars that are self-driving the the biggest milestone will be when semi trucks get to become electric and Mm. not only electric from a standpoint of the environment, but from a safety aspect, that if they can drive themselves, like these truck drivers driving long hours across the United States, causing yeah. accidents, but also like the fact that they can drive electric and 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 we rely on our on on truck on truck the trucking industry to survive. Mm. So I think that that will be the biggest. So like the thing is, like vehicles. like it's not going to be realistic until they can either have easily switchable batteries, or like charging that's going to take like it can't take longer than fifteen minutes. Yeah, I mean they 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 now have these. I guess I've heard about this, and I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but I've heard that there's like drive over, like kind of like NFT. Well, you just you don't have to plug in. You can just drive over. Oh, like a wireless charger wireless for a cell charger phone. for cars. They have that. Um, Which is like crazy to me to like think like even wireless charging phones. Like I don't understand that technology, um, no. but it's cool. Like I like that I have my a phone that can have a wireless charge. Um, Here we go, baby. <laughs> bonus beer. Bonus beer. You already finished that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mike Carl's in the house, everybody. Happy birthday. <laughs> you know, we are we're rounding into almost twenty four hours until my birthday. Twenty six hours until my birthday. Do you know what time you were born? I think at like uh, I think my mom said like one thirty AM. Oh, okay. Do you know like uh I mean I don't know how much stock you take into like uh astrological science. Mm-hmm. Cause what are you? A cancer. You're cancer. I'm very cancerous. <laughs> yeah. But like, you also have a moon rising sign and... Um, I don't uh, know those. Okay. Uh, I don't know those. I'm not that astronaut. I'm not... I don't I'm know. not either. Well, I mean, I, I, I like I like to live in the, the fantasy land, but um, I don't like necessarily believe them. But I do, I do feel have, like I'm very cancerous in the aspect that I, I am very nurturing to and uh and, and emotional in some sense, but I... I would say that you are guarded. both of those for sure. Yeah, you are always are... Like I, I would always remember that time when uh, 
one of our friends died and you came over here and just hung out with me and like took me to his uh family's house like that's very nurturing of you and you're also very emotional like you uh you can get heated sometimes like uh if it's for a good cause yeah like i feel like i'm very aquarius because i'm very weird and eccentric like (laughs) and i'm goofy like yeah and i like that about myself and that's like i do think there's (laughs) definitely there's definitely uh there's definitely like something behind them because yeah it might not be like you know some like big uh like religious type thing but like i think it might be based on when you're born yeah like because like if you're born in like me i'm born in the winter so all the birthdays i've had growing up i didn't get to like get like water guns or uh, or anything summer wise summer wise it was just always like I would, like the biggest thing i would get was like music stuff so i like you know <laughs> would uh turn into whatever the music i was listening to like that i listened to brand new a lot like and i'm uh, I'm, I'm not, actually, I don't, I, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I love it. Do you, um, uh, do you fuck with those TikTok, tic-tac things that are going into the sky right now? Oh, never mind. We're out of time. We can't talk I'm about fucking that. fucking out of time. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, Mike, thanks for coming on the podcast. Man, I fucking love it. I would do this every week, to be honest. We nope. need, we need to do a podcast. We should. We we have two. We still have two that we're paying for right now. If we have if splits or if uh, well that sucked is canceled and you already had re up. I your, still. I, it's just reoccurring. I just think I just pay for. For it. swimming with sharks. Yeah. So we should we should do something and we can. We just need to figure out something new. But Nick, it's always a pleasure, man. I love hanging out with you. We have to talk microphones or not. Yeah, um, anything you want to promote or anywhere we can find and follow you? Nah, just be good dads out there if you're a dad. Just be good human beings. Love everyone and, uh, you know. Love the love I, circle, and baby. I, and I fucking, I love everyone, man. I love all of you who, who are listening right now if you are. And if you're not, I still love you. <laughs> or you can find me at Nick Wigella on Twitter and Instagram. I don't have any other podcast, guys. Follow <laughs> me at Mike Carls. All I tweet about is sports usually or... You know, my fucking hatred of fucking political correctness, because I fucking hate it. <laughs> Alright, remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than this for them to listen to you, and thank you for spending six with us. We'll be back next... Oh, God, I don't even know if we'll be back next week. We'll be back eventually. Maybe at the end of the summer. I love you guys. We'll do it at my house next week. There See we ya. go. Bye.